Hello and welcome to another Mother Yellow. I'm your host, Gato, and today we have another episode for you of a brief opinion GOP special. So let's begin. So, this past couple of days, or this past day, we had the uh, Olympics, I'm sorry, the GOP uh, presidential election campaign debate, etc. etc. So, you, you had a bunch of them, you know, a bunch of GOP nominees going up there, rather not nominees, but a bunch of GOP contenders uh, going up to the Fox lot and then they're doing a little debate. Uh, of course, Donald J. L. Trump wasn't there uh, he did a thing with uh, Tucker Carlson on X which I mean to be quite frank I don't really care about Donald Trump like to be frank uh, he's a nobody now quite frankly I'm not interested in what he has to say uh, he's gone he's, he's he's completely in how should I put this he's irrelevant like the country could go on without him and I know there's a lot of people who for whatever reason they feel like no we need him or whatever it is that they feel that they they somehow need uh, Donald Trump I mean we don't I mean, he's, he's, he's irrelevant. He's worthless. He's a nobody. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about him at all. People make the argument, well, you know, the Democrats are going after him. They're politicizing the law, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, bro, like, I mean, ask anybody who has had any run-ins with the law. It generally doesn't help people like you and me, or maybe not like, or at least not like me. You know, the law is always being weaponized. It's always attack a certain type of people. The thing is, is whenever they attack somebody as wealthy as Donald Trump or who's in that atmosphere where they're essentially untouchables, right? There's us at the bottom who are the untouchables for a reason, right? Meaning that we're dirty, we're poor, uneducated, and, you know, we're essentially just the masses, the peons, the plebeians, you know, this worthless mass of uh, human waste. And then, of course, you have the untouchables who are up there, you know, like the Donald Trumps, the Rotten, the Mitt Romneys, the, you know, the Bidens, the Bushes, you know, the freaking oligarchs control our life, you know, Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, Mark Zuckerberg again, you know, whatever. You have the billionaires, you have the politicians who have made a, a little bit of a uh, career out of politics. Uh, and, of course, you always see that there is local corruption even within your state, within your city. A lot of those politicians will never go jail or face any consequences. I mean, you here all the time. Anybody who's ever lived in a town or a city will probably tell you that there is corruption there. And they are on the team, you know, kind of like when you have a job that your manager gets mad at you and you go to HR and they don't really protect you, they protect the manager. Uh, kind of like that. You know, politicians tend to care for their own. So whoever you are, if you think politicians are taking care of you, they're not. They'll say the right things. I mean, every now and then you get one, like an FDR, who kind of helps you. I mean, he definitely did a lot of things that helped us in general, like people in general. But at the same time, he kind of created some some exploits that were later uh, used to great effect you know he wasn't alive forever and he left a lot of uh, federal power so that the federal government can then like come on and take everybody's gold when they took us out of the gold standard uh declare non-war so like you know like vietnam and all those other conflicts where you, you send people and you enact a draft and you send millions of americans to die for no reason other than nothing i mean literally look at vietnam vietnam is an ally now but we fought a war and millions of Americans and Vietnamese and Laos, the oceans and a bunch of other people die and for nothing. At least with World War II, you can argue that it was for something because he has created, well, he created stability in, in Western Europe for a long, long time. As a consequence, you can say the same thing for Korea. He made Korea more profitable or more South Korea more. I mean, he made a lot for South Koreans better, I guess, that they're, I mean, he made it better in general, but to be fair, a lot of that has to do with the South Koreans. There was also a lot of anguish, you know, a lot of the minority communities in South Korea did suffer and they lost their uh, autonomy. Uh, Taiwan, kind of another one of those beacons, I guess you can say, that benefited from China. But I mean, even China now is pretty good. At least it was for the last 30 years. Japan, I mean, there's a lot of examples where you can argue that war actually left to a good conclusion. Although 
as unnecessary as it was again you can say that the pacific and the uh, european front were actually were actually somewhat of a uh, of a reason to kill millions of americans because he helped millions of other people vietnam not so much uh, and every other proxy war hasn't really helped anybody else you know afghanistan iraq iran whatever middle east wars have not helped anybody you know certainly there is a, a lot of american troops in africa that are conducting you know operations there that are i don't really think they're helping anybody because every single african country will tell you and the citizens uh, the foreign government that is in those nations is not helping them at all uh, same thing for south america and central america i mean a lot of the conflicts were driven with uh, companies essentially telling either the american or the british government or the, you know the french government that they need to needed to intervene in meddling their elections or they were going to take matters into their hands their own hands uh, so a lot of those governments in central Latin america who were generally leftists were um taken out in the places that they weren't uh like nicaragua where you know, there was a lot of american meddling as well uh, you have what what is known as a dictatorship there. You know, Nicaragua has had the same dictator for like 50 years now. Uh, he was a general or whatever, a corporal in the army. He rose to power. His wife is really fucking crazy. If you don't know anything about Nicaragua, look it up. It is a horrible place. Uh, kind of like Cuba, except in many ways worse. I don't know. I don't know if it's worse, but people in charge are worse because they have a dictator. At least in Cuba, you have a kind of like a socialist, kind of like a democracy like China does, in which the members of the party, the senior members, vote for the president uh but you know china has done really well thanks to nixon and chomsky or not was it chomsky no it was a uh, kissinger that son of a bitch uh and then of course cuba has not done well you can argue it's because of the um, uh, embargo i mean if cuba didn't have an embargo there would be a nation comparable to japan comparable to china so i think a lot of that has to do with um embargo if not i mean cuba would definitely be, be better uh, than it is now uh, sadly, when the Soviet Union collapsed, so did Cuba. Because prior to that, they had a, a relatively good um, standard of living compared to what they do now. Because a lot of the Soviets were backing their businesses, were buying their exports and stuff like that. And when the Americans decided to put an embargo on Cuba and say they weren't buying their sugar, uh, the Russians you know they they say we'll pay the tab uh, and a few other things happen you know but when the soviet union collapsed they couldn't prop up the cubans uh so the cubans essentially is what you have now they still develop a vaccine have a great healthcare system with the only exception not being that they don't have medicine or equipment so that kind of has to do with the embargo uh they also helping uh, i believe he's algeria i think no not algeria it was it was next to ethiopia i don't know they helped somewhere in africa fight the uh western back forces particularly like south africans had forces there uh i forgot where it, it was in like northern up up from south africa i forgot the name of it but the cubans were there uh the soviets didn't really want to help but the cubans decided to help uh and they helped that communist regime there that was there for for a little bit uh thanks to the cubans so the cubans were very very into fighting they were really good at what they did uh comparable to the um to other people so like i said cuban is a, one of those nations that would really thrive if they had if they had no embargo uh so you know uh, they are somewhat communist but you know we deal with saudi arabia and the united emirates and fucking qatar so i think we can handle i think we'll be okay with handling cuba uh, Venezuela, I mean, it's it's kind of one of the same stories. Venezuela, they kind of just got used to their oil. Of course, when they got an embargo, nobody would buy their oil. Now they can't even, you know, create the actual crude. Uh, they can't process it because a lot of their machinery is out because uh, the Western companies left. Sort of the same thing that's happening in Siberia with Russia. So you know, for the EOP debate, uh, I know I, I got out of I got out way out of out of whatever the hell I was talking about into 
geopolitics, but they matter, you know, they do matter. Uh, so to bring it back, you know, uh, forget Donald Trump. He's a non sequitur. Who cares? Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the GOP and let's see let's see what happened that night. Alrighty. So uh, that night, a lot of things happened. You know, the most incredible one of them was that Vivek Ramaswamy essentially stole the show. Apparently, uh, I disagree with that. I mean, he was just there, and quite frankly, he made an embarrassment of himself. Really obnoxious individual who stole a bunch of his lines from other politicians, such as Obama and Trump. Again, he was a real cuddling Donald L. Trumpos El Testicle. Uh, quite frankly, very embarrassing. He was just—I mean, he wouldn't—I would not vote for him for president or governor or senator. He's just a waste of human space. Uh, surprisingly, uh, DeSantis was a non sequitur. Like, who—who who is Don DeSantis? I forgot about him. You know, the other two white guys, whatever their names were, who the hell knows? Uh, Mike Pence definitely did a great job. Honestly, quite presidential. I would quite consider voting for him this time around. Uh, I, I mean, you know, a lot of people rub them the wrong way when he was talking about, you know, the way he was talking about religion. He was like, oh, you know, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my father spoke to me. And, you know, like I grew up, you know, I'm, I'm Catholic. I grew up around a lot of Christians and such. And, you know, they all talk that way. It's always very weird when they talk about it that way, but nobody attacked him for that, clearly, because they wouldn't, because all of them pretend they're super Christian and religious. Even uh, Bebek, who I, I don't even know what he is, bro. I mean, he's Christian, he's Hindu, who the hell knows? You know, even him, they didn't criticize him. And I thought there was a, a cheap shot at him, but they know they're on audience they think they're like well they're all super religious we're not gonna attack him we're gonna let him do his thing and that essentially allowed him to you know keep running his uh his little speech there so he seemed very presidential uh you know chris christie was like you know he did the right thing and you know he did his little you know tuck his little little suit as in like yeah help he said hi and, and all that stuff so he's very presidential now you know uh nikki haley oh my god uh she seemed like a loser with her little campaign speech you know yeah, yeah. We ain't kicking fun, we're kicking sideways, or whatever the hell she said. Uh, her little girl power move. I mean, other than that, I mean, she was great. You know, she really told Vivek to suck it. He was just there smiling like a little bitch, taking it like, hey, hey, hey come in, guys, come in. Like, fucking idiot. Uh, he seemed like a 20-year-old college grad. Uh, I know he's made, like, his millions, but he's taking money from George Soros and other shady businessmen. So he's one of those people who created a lot of businesses. But uh, at the consequence of you, the citizen, anytime you see a wealthy billionaire, you're like, I'm a self-made. He's like, nah, nah, dog. We, the consumer made you, you know, you found your niche, you, you, you had enough contacts, you know, you knew the right people, you found a good job, you started a quote unquote, started a business. Like I know people who started businesses, dog, like they deal with their customers, deal with people. You essentially dealt with nobody, brother. You were one of those people that started a business in which you hire other people to do other things. And they, again, you took money from George Soros. So come on, dog. Uh, very shady businessman. I mean, anytime you see a billionaire businessman, they either knew somebody who was a millionaire before them, like a multimillionaire, they were rich and wealthy, or they got extremely lucky. And if it's the latter, like they got extremely lucky, well, hey, good for them. But most of them were billionaires. I mean, name me a billionaire that came from nothing. Well, George Soros actually came from nothing, but but you know, uh, not the best track record. Uh, neither did his buddy uh, over here, uh, Kissinger. You know, but both of them were in the uh, in the in Germany, and uh, Chomsky was like, yeah, let's bomb uh, Laos. I mean, come on, brother. You, you're going to create more suffering even though you weren't in the Holocaust, brother? Well, I don't know if he was in the Holocaust. But, I mean, essentially, Kissinger knew the, the horrors of war, and he was okay. And then Soros, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know about Soros, dog. Like, I don't know much about him. All I know is that he's, uh, he's not a good dude, even though he pretends to. Uh, so, you know, he got money from George Soros, two, two men who are not very, uh, how should I put this? They don't really care about the public, you know what I mean? Like, they're not very caring. 
you know, both George Soros and Vivek, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're very friendly with each other. I don't like what's going on there. You know, it really makes me mistrust billionaires when they're telling you I'm the only one up here that has that has taken no money. It's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like you took money from somewhere, put it in your bank account, and then and then wrote yourself a check. So be back, get the fuck out of here, you worthless motherfucker. Um, I would vote for him if he was more honest, but he's just like fucking swinging and trying to attack people like this is a a, uh, a freaking uh, joke battle or whatever, a rap battle, you know, like one of those when they have a roast battle. Yeah, they're, they're, that's it. So he's acting, he's taking out the veil like it's a roast battle and he's just swinging for the fences and I mean, he's, he's trying to kill everybody with his flamboyant way of speaking and everybody's like, oh, well, he's so smart, you know, he's like, no, he's not, dude, he's a fucking idiot. I, I know people that are way smarter than him and they're janitors and grocers and essentially carpenters and all kinds of people that are very smart. They just didn't choose to go into politics or shady businesses. They actually wanted to either a create something with their hands or b they would just put in a position where they needed a job and, and they kind of got stuck there which is most americans i mean that's a reality most americans got a job and they were like Del, i got bills to pay and i got a family and and, and things just kind of fit into place and i just need one or two jobs people working two jobs not because not because they're trying to buy a house or a second foot or you know a second uh, car but but because they need two jobs uh you have a job now in which you work irregular hours they want you to have an open schedule and you can't get a second job like this is the real world that could be here talking about i'm self-funded billionaire bro well, then give out some money though oh no that's that's immoral well, go fuck yourself then dude yeah they're always like talking about well the american people are like the american people are suffering you're complaining to them about a, a check like the government said no check during uh covid and, and all their responses like well we should we should have never shut down it's like yeah and you gave money to people and what else you gave money to corporations who then fire hundreds of millions of workers move their companies to other countries in which they can pay a labor force a minimal a minimum amount of money lower than our minimum wage and that they can bring back products and sell it to the american public with markup prices you know there's such a thing as greedflation and it's real then you got americans turning on on, to, on, on against each other talking about they're lazy uh, people don't want to work anymore they're just entitled it's like no dude it's like we're not nobody's entitled well some people are but most people are just fucking struggling like stop trying to pin americans against each other brother like we're a community that's what vivek is doing that's what chris christie's doing that's what you know every other candidate is doing especially fucking trump over here now so you know Nikki Haley did great. Uh, Chris Christie, another joker. Get him out of here. If I was up to me, honestly, I don't like many of the things that Nikki has to say. You know, they're all very entitled, rich individuals. And those are the real entitled people who have billions of dollars and who have the audacity to say Americans are entitled and young people are entitled. It's like nobody's entitled but you. Okay. But I mean, I would vote for Nikki Haley. I would vote for her and, and it would hurt my heart. But I would vote for her. It is saddened me that no real candidate is up. Uh, Honestly, that's all I really have to say. They're all a bunch of jokers. Nikki and Mike were the best ones up there. I don't agree with many of their policies, but by God, I mean, sadly, they're the best they can do. And we want to talk about the Democrats. Like, I mean, it's Joe Biden, dude. It's Joe Biden or, or one of these jokers. You know, Joe Biden or Trump is like, fuck me, dude. It's like, just, just, let's just skip the next four years. Can we do that? Can, can Trump and Biden just drop out of the fucking race? I don't want freaking uh, RFK Jr. either. You know, it's crazy. He's talking about, well, vaccines are bad with his weird ass voice which like sorry dog like i know you got a vaccine uh like the vaccine fuck you up dude but dog like come on man like you know they're not all bad dude like yeah covid like i'm not gonna get the booster or whatever we're talking about the measles and shit like that like oh they got mercury he's like well dude the fuck you talking about you did drugs for a minute there and then you're like well now now i'm an environmental lawyer it's like yeah dude you also came from a rich family dude do you know how many people did drugs and, and, and made it back up i mean you and the my pillow guy 
And you know, he's fucking, he's back to being crazy. So you know what I mean, dude? You got over here. Don't ever forget that Ira K. Jr. is a fucking millionaire. Comes from wealthy. You know, from his family, he's wealthy. So don't forget that. Then what's the other one? The other lady? Uh, I don't know. Crystal crystal lady? Whatever her name is. I mean, nobody's talking about the Democrats. I mean, it's going to be Biden or Trump or, or well, it's going to be Biden Biden or, or, or another weird fucking guy. So we're screwed, guys. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm not excited. Nikki Haley for the win. Uh, Mike Pence second. Chris Christie, I guess, third. And then everybody else sucked. And maybe that, uh, maybe that, maybe that guy with the, with the women's name, whatever his name is, he's all right too, I guess. But quite frankly, the GOP debates were, they were very sad. That, I mean, the, the Democrats are not even going to have them. I think Biden's not going to debate. So you're going to have like RFK and the other lady. And then you have, uh, I forgot what the other guy named. There's another, well, it's a couple of people running. But, um, but I mean, it's sad. 2024 for the loose Americans. Uh, I mean, there was a prediction about the 2020s being very hard times in America. And they are, dude. I mean, there are 2020s, very rough. I'm looking for 2028, 2028 for the win. I sort of got if Trump fucking loses and he's like, oh, I'm running for 2028. Dude, if he is running, I- I'm I'm telling you right now, I'm going to go to one of those cry- cryogenic chambers and I'm just going to freeze myself for the next fucking 12 years because this motherfucker is going to be running every day, every single day till he's 140. And you know, he's going to live to be 140. You know, you know, if anybody's going to live 140, it's going to be rich assholes like him who don't pay tax and who say, well, actually, I did pay tax. Taxes. And then they show you their tax return. It's like, well, yeah, you paid more than me, dog, but you also made a fucking million dollars. He's like, well, technically, I lost twenty million dollars, but you know, I'm still driving, I'm still flying in private. Uh, anyway, do you want to buy a state? He's like, no. Do you want to go into a university? I know you can't afford to go to a real university because they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why do they cost that much? So here's a cheap ass university. And then they, they turn around and tell you, well, why are you complaining? You know, just work harder. He's like, all right, dude, I'll, I'll work a little harder so I can get a couple extra hours and get two hundred dollars extra. And then come home and then be like, well, you know what? Your electric bill is $400. Uh, your internet bill is 200 And then people will be like, well, why do you have internet? It's like, I don't know, dude. That's all I have, brother. Like you're, you're trying to complain on people who are having internet and tell them to cut their internet out. And you're like, brother, it's like all they have is internet and fast food once a week. It's like, is, is that really? I mean, that's the world that you created. You know what I mean? People complain that people are using all these unnecessary things. Like they use the iPhone. Like you have an iPhone and you're complaining about life sucking. It's like, brother, it's like life sucks that we have an iPhone or not, bro. Just because I can technically afford an iPhone. I'm using a payment plan, first of all. Second of all, if, if, all you're, if I can't afford a house, but I can afford a, a $1,000 phone that it's on a 32-month plan, am I really entitled or is this just the world that, that we live in? Because like, what other phone am I going to buy? Am I going to buy that $200 phone that's going to break in a week? I mean, that's essentially the only option. I mean, I don't know, guys. Uh, what do you guys think? I think GOP for the GOP uh, for the loss. Quite frankly, it's very disappointing. Uh, Nikki Haley, 2024, I guess. You know, I guess. All right, guys. Until next time, Katsu out.